Welcome to Above Limitations with Pastor Victoria, touching lives and communities with the words of deliverance and raising people above limitations. Can I use this moment to welcome you to the Palm Sunday and I pray the blessing and the power, the grace that is in Palm Sunday will manifest in your life. Can I welcome those that are joining us online that we thank God for your life. And as much as we love you are joining us online, if you are nearby, we always expect you to be with us in the house. There's nothing like when you are in the house. But we pray for you today that the Lord Almighty in his power, in his mercy will bless you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord ride into the Jerusalem of your life, of your soul and spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you can please stand for the reading of the word of God. Amen. The book of Luke 19, 29 to 36. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples saying, can we read that together? Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter, you will find a called tide, on which no one has ever sat. Lose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you losing it? Thus you shall say to him, because the Lord has need of it. So those, so those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But as they were losing the call, the owner of it said to them, let's read that together. Why are you losing the call? And they said, the Lord has need of it. Then they brought him to Jesus. And they, they, and they threw their own clothes on the call. And they said, Jesus on him, on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. When the Lord bless this holy word of God. Father, feed us today. Feed our soul. Feed our soul. Water our soul. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, the Lord is in need of you. Now turn to another person and say, the Lord is in need of you. Look at another person and say, the Lord. Masekalab, I want you to prophesy the Lord. What you are saying to them is that you are prophesying to their life. The Lord is the need of you. Hallelujah. I sent a message out. I said, where will you be in the day that they are celebrating your Savior? Where will you be when they are exalting, magnifying the one that redeemed you? The one that set you free? The one that transformed your life? Where are you going to be? So today, I thank God that you are here in this house. And I pray that your Savior will do miraculous things in your life. And the word of God, there is power. And the only way the word can release power into your life is if you apply it into your life. If you apply it, if you hold on to the word, hear the word and do what the word says. Can I have an amen? This story that we're about to talk about is, uh, is um, about the story of our Lord Jesus Christ entering into Jerusalem. And I know that this story is familiar. I remember when we are young, oh my God, I love Palm Sunday in Africa. It's so awesome. We bless the Lord. So I want to thank the Lord for this opportunity to be here. We, you've heard about the story of Palm Sunday. You've seen it so many times. The children always act it out. 
And we read the story year after year. But today, I pray that something new will jump out of this Palm Sunday. And it will set you free. Walk with me with a big amen. Palm Sunday is a day all about when the King of Kings, the Lord of Love, the Prince of Peace, the Savior of the old wide world, the one that died so that we can live, the one that came so that we can be transformed, the day that he was greatly honored, like what we are doing today. And Jesus, that particular day that we are talking about, that we've just read in that scripture, was about to go into the city of Jerusalem to witness to people. He want to proclaim to people. He want to minister to them. On his way, as he was approaching Bethphage, so as he approached that particular place, he sent two of his disciples, somebody said two, of his disciples saying to them, I want you to go to, into the village opposite you, where as you enter, you will find a cow tied, and which no one has ever sat. Somebody said no one. Someone said no one has ever sat on it. Praise the name of the Lord. He said, when you find this, this cow, I want you to lose it and bring it here. And if anyone should ask you, why are you doing this? Tell them the Lord is in need of him. So the title of this message is the Lord is in need of you. The Lord is in need of you. Somebody said the Lord is in need of me. Somebody said the Lord is in need of me. No, you need to say it profoundly that the Lord is in need of me. So one first thing I need to point out here is that this donkey has never been sat upon before. Amen, somebody. What did I say? This donkey has never been sat upon before. I need you to get the message. I need you to get this message. It is uh, This donkey has been tied down and have never been on about before. The donkey has not achieved his mission at all. And he has not fulfilled his purpose at all. Listen, there's so many people in this house right now or listening online. Like this donkey who has have been tied down for a very long time. And people can never, they have not really seen the ability in you. They have not really seen what you can actually bring forth. They have not seen how great and the gift that is inside of you because you have never been used one way or the other. Good thing has not passed through you before. But I want you to know that today is the day that your owner, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, will set you free. You need to be grabbing this prophecy. My God, you need to understand that anywhere you are, you need a prophet. And who is your prophet? I always bring that out. This donkey has been tied for many times, for a long time, I mean. And he has never been right before. But there's something that jumped out of this scripture. 
I've preached so many times, but I've heard people preach. But this is really great that I, I realize that this donkey has been tied down, and no one has ever been I've never been upon it before. But one great thing about this scripture is that Jesus knows where the donkey is. Jesus know where this donkey is. Immediately that the, the God of the city he wasn't scratching his head and said, oh my God, where will I find a donkey? The Bible said that Jesus, no. Can I tell somebody, the message that I brought for you today is that no matter where you are, no matter where the enemy has tied you, no matter where you are stuck at this moment, that you have said, I'm not fulfilling my purpose and destiny. Can I make an announcement to somebody that Jesus knows where you are? It doesn't matter where they tie you. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Sometimes it's good to find out that I am in this situation. And it's good to always remind yourself that people might not know what I'm going through. But there is a savior that knows what you are trying to go into. He knew exactly what you are doing at this moment. He knew that situation, that particular lie. He knows that the enemy has tied you and your savior is coming for you. Your deliverer is on his way. He knew exactly what is going on about your residential family, about your womb, about your life, about your destiny. He knows that you have been in that situation for a very long time. Can I tell you who is telling you that your, your, your Savior did not know that you are going through that problem? Many times our situation is telling us that my Savior did not know. Nobody knows what I'm going through. The Lord knew what you are going to. There was a man that was born blind. And the Bible says that they were asking, why did they give back to this boy blind? But Jesus said, I knew about it. From the foundation of head, when the father was creating this man, we were there. We made that decision together. That this particular one, we will not give him a eye. It will not have eyes. So, and the man said, why is it that he was born blind? Is it because of the sin of the father? Or because of the sin of the mother? Or because of the sin of this particular child? Jesus said, no. He was created blind. So, that when he come to the world, I can demonstrate my power in his life. Have you asked yourself, many times we give the devil the opportunity and we glorify the devil. I am going to what I'm going to because the devil wants me to be in this situation. Malika Satalaba, have you ever thought and said that I'm going to what I'm going to is part of the plan of the Most High God. What I'm going to is part of the plan of the Most High God so that he can glorify himself in my life. I have that disabled child because the Lord wants to show how mighty he is. I am going through this circumstance because the Lord wants to demonstrate his power. I pause today to prophesy to somebody that the Lord Almighty will demonstrate his power in your life. 
The Lord will demonstrate his power in your situation, in your circumstances, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says, uh, no one has ever ride on that donkey. Listen to me. In the master, as that man had the master key, Leboko Sotoya, he said his two disciples, uh, he said, go to that village. He said, I prophesy. So I'm standing as your prophet today. Lika Satarabakuria. He said, you will find a donkey. He has been tied down. He said, when you get there, I don't ask you to ask for excuse. You don't have to take permission from nobody. All what you have to do is to set this donkey free. And if anybody has got the audacity to ask you, why are you doing it? Why are you losing this people? Why are you setting them free? Tell them the Savior, the one that have the master key, has got something to do with them. You will be free today in the mighty name of Jesus. That is message number one. Somebody say message number one. Message number two. Many of us has been overlooked like that donkey. Many of us have been overlooked like that donkey. Maybe you, are, you have been tied down and you are tired of not being picked. Can I say something? You have four friends and all of you work together. But one thing is this. Every, every man that comes, they will pick your friend. But you are the one that they never pick. I'm going somewhere. You have business. They will choose other people's business, but they never choose your business. They will choose every other proposal, but they never choose your proposal. You have been overlooked, and they pick, you wonder, how come they pick Rolake and not me? I even, I have figure eight more than Rolake. I have achieved great things more than Rolake. Is there any Rolake here? Forgive me. I'm just using that. How come? That nobody call me. How come I've never been chosen? Those people and the donkey said, God, it must be that God has forgotten me. It must be that God, have, God did not even want anyone. But can I tell you that the Lord sent that disciple, those two, as they come to the donkey and they said, you thought your Savior has forgotten you. Now, this is the day that your Savior has sent us here to set you free. How many of you that are here right now, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. You have looked like that type of the donkey. You are like that donkey. And you look at yourself and said, what is the purpose of my existence? Why am I here? What is the sense of my significance? Why am I here? I am not valid for use. Nobody ever called me. My family never called me. I am just going through the motion. I have business, but the business is not moving. Nobody is coming to patronize me. Why am I living? Why am I, am I here? The donkey was saying, I am ready to be ridden, but nobody come to ride me. The donkey said, I am ready for marriage, but nobody is calling me for marriage. I am ready for business, but nobody is calling me for business. I am here. I'm eating, I'm drinking, and I'm just living. No one used me. No one. How come they choose my brother? My brother, other donkeys, how come they will choose them? But they never choose me. Then the word comes. I've been there before. Why am I being rejected? 
Why do I go through interviews and they will choose other people but they never choose me? Why? Why? Why is it? Things are happening for other people. How come my neighbor is testifying about residential permit? And this person will testify, but it's only me. Why? How come other people are getting married? But why? I am not getting married. There is something that I brought for you today. If you are that category of people, if you are in that category of this donkey that have been tied down, the scripture said he has never, not only once, not even on Christmas Day, not even for weddings. I'm sure the owner will have had weddings upon weddings. But one day, they didn't say it's your turn to be ridden. They bypass her. Or let me say him. Or bypass you every day. Listen, the message is this. The reason that that cup has not been written is not known to that cup. But the reason is because his isolation is really a restriction. His isolation, his rejection, the reason why he has never been chosen, the reason why he has never been taught is for that he has been reserved to be the carrier of the king of the kingdom. That is the reason why he was rejected. That is the reason why he was frustrated. He was there. But I'm here to slap somebody out of depression. I am here to slap somebody out of frustration. I come all the way from the retreat that I'm still supposed to still be dead this morning. I said I come to talk to somebody to slap you out of that spirit that is telling you that you are rejected. You have been abandoned. People have forgotten you to tell you that the reason why you have been isolated is because everyone has, re has reserved you. Everyone has reserved your life. The Lord has set you up for a reservation. Your rejection is a setup. Oh my God, tell to your neighbor and say your rejection. Oh my God, it's a setup. Don't to another person and say your isolation, your isolation, your isolation is a reservation. I'm here to tell somebody you are just like a table in a restaurant that have got a mark upon it, just like this one you can see on the screen, and they put a reservation on it. Can I tell you that it means that nobody, not just anybody, can sit on that table, not just anybody can walk into that place and sit at that table you have been reserved that table belongs to somebody special who am i talking to you are in that situation nobody is patronizing you not because you are rejected you are a reserved person you are a reserved being all other friends of yours they've messed with their life many men have passed through there this one slept with her that one slept with yeah, but they didn't come to you because you are reserved. Somebody give some people and hide them and say, I am reserved. I am a reserved person. I am reserved to be the carrier of the glory of the Most High God. I can feel you in this house. I don't know if you know that this message is for you. 
I thought I was rejected. I thought I was forsaken. I thought I was forsaken. I was forgotten. But one thing I did not know is that I am reserved. I need somebody to tell your neighbor I am reserved for greater mighty things. My business is reserved. My career is reserved. Somebody give God praises and honor. Listen to me, church. I need the youth in the house to hear this. Maybe men have bypassed you. They are looking at you and say no good thing that can come out of your life. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I'm figure eight. I'm still okay. But what is wrong with me? Can you slap yourself? Can you slap yourself out of what is wrong with me? And begin to say yourself about oh my God, what is good with me. There is something good with me that make nobody to just come and talk to me. My God, I'm here to encourage somebody because this donkey was tied down. He was wondering, I need a right to the town. I need a right to the city. Listen to this. Kill that for me. All his brothers and sisters will come back home. They will tell him about the goodness that happened in the city. That wedding that they carried the bride to. They will say, oh my God, you need to see the bride. Let it was good. The bride this and that and that, the groom. But he will be there and said, I've never been to the city. Nobody has ride on me before. Why am I being rejected? But one thing I never know is that I'm reserved for the glory of the Most High God. Let me tell you one thing. There is something I love being a VIP person. Sometimes it's very good to be VIP. My God, turn to your neighbor and say, it's good to be VIP. Oh my God, you need to say it loud for that person. Sometimes I love it. It's not all the time. Then let me tell you something good about VIP. Sometimes uh, in a gathering, in a vocation, you are the last person to come into the place. Uh, but I'm telling you, every other person will sit. Uh, but that seat that belongs to you as the VIP. No ordinary person can sit at that place. Uh, oh my God. Every other person will be looking at you with bad eyes. What is wrong with her? Why is she showing her? It's because I am a very peculiar person. So that seat is saying, the seat nobody can sit on it. It has been reserved. There is a reservation upon your life. Somebody put your hand on your head like that. Say, I am reserved. Say, I am reserved. My children are reserved. My destiny is reserved. Heaven has reserved me. They reserved me. Oh my God, who am I talking to? If you know you are reserved, shout hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. Was going about without a child, and she was wondering. And Penina will say, Oh, they will congratulate Penina almost every year, even every six months. She will have another baby, another baby, another baby, another baby. But Anna was looking, God, what is going on? I have been waiting on you for a long time. What have I done wrong? Can you forgive me? Many of us will pray such prayer. We look at ourselves, we say, how come my life has not bring great thing? Is it my generation? God, have mercy. The mercy of God is upon you already. But look again. Anna's womb was restored. 
a reserve room. I don't know who I'm talking to here. The child that God is ready to give to you has never been given back to in your generation. That is why you cannot just have ordinary child. God have a reservation for your life. God have a reservation for my life. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. There is a mark upon my life. And I want you to know many of us always say, oh I bear the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ upon my body. But you never understand what it means when you say I bear the mark of the Lord. That means that nobody can write you. Nobody can use you. Nobody can mess up with your life. Nobody can mess up with your career. They cannot mess up with your children. They cannot mess up with my daughters because they bear the mark of the Lord upon their life. And that mark means uh, like that table, my daughter is reserved, uh, my son is reserved, uh, my career is reserved. Uh, from today, I pray for you that your destiny is reserved for the glory of the Lord. Let every other person be messed up with their life. And when the time comes, they don't have a husband to marry them. Then the Lord Almighty God will send your Boaz, who is your prophet. And your Boaz will call and say, I'm in love with you. I am ready to look after you. I am ready to marry you. Can I prophesy to somebody here? And I'm prophesying to my own children as well. So also your daughters and your sons, I said, their Boaz will look for them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, shout hallelujah. Listen, you have to. They told this disciple, they said, Listen, your Savior is in need of you. And Jesus knew, listen, every time that there is going to be a change of power, there will always be an opposition. I want to minister to you, church. I don't come to hide you, but to tell you something. Anytime that there's going to be a change of power, there will be opposition. Jesus said, when you get there, if anyone should ask you, if anyone should query you, why are you setting this person? <laughs> he said, tell them. Listen. Once you have been lost, serving other gods, anytime you make up your mind that you reject those gods, and you say, now I'm under new ownership, which is Jesus Christ, there will be opposition. Hello? Anytime that you said, I reject other gods, whatever the gods they are serving, I reject it. I gave my life to Jesus. There will be opposition. Anytime they change ownership, this man is about to change ownership. And the enemy rose up. Jesus said, I know where he is. If any man should try to stop, listen, he said, Oh, what you need to do, tell them who have sent you and tell them who is the boss. Tell them whose authority that you have called. They might look at you as a woman that you are, who are you, Pastor Victoria, to set captive free. He said, when you stand, tell them who is your boss. You don't come in the name of, uh, I come to pray, I come to deliver you in the name of Pastor Victoria. No, it's not going to work. 
Hello? So be careful when you pray. I come to you. He said, tell them in whose authority that you come. Tell them who is the commander in chief. Tell them who has asked you to lose it. Tell them that the Lord Jesus Christ is in need of him. And I always stand when I face every four corner. And I tell the devil, the demon that tied you down for a long time. That is claiming ownership of your life. And he said, your forefather served me. You are still under my leadership. I tell them right now that the commander is Shiva, the boss of the boss, the king of the kings and the lord of lords have sent me to set you free. And you are free and you are free indeed in the mighty name of Jesus. Listen to this. Exodus 13, 13. That scripture talk about, listen, that any time that you need to take a cult, look at me in the eye. That you have to you take a cult or redeem a cult from the owner. You have to give something. That is why many of us find it difficult. This is what Pastor Blessing is teaching in the Bible. Most of the reason why people don't see deliverance is that, listen, Exodus 13, 13. Exodus 13, 13. If you have to redeem the donkey, you cannot redeem it empty handed. You have to give a lamp for it. And if you do not redeem it, yeah. then you shall break his neck. Ah. And all the firstborn of man yes. among your sons, Listen. you shall redeem. Theologically, there is a problem. The donkey has to be loose from the owner. But Jesus did not send any lamp. There is already a conversation between the lamp and the cup. He said, I don't need to send any lamp. I myself, that is sending you this error, I am the lamp of God. Listen to this. If the sun set you free, if the sun set you free, if Jesus set you free from the gods of your forefather, if the Lord set you free from Belial, if he set you free from every god, from every shrine, you are free indeed. You are free indeed. He said, I don't need to send any lamp because I myself, I am the lamp of God. I die so that you can have life. I shed my blood for you. If anyone should say, why are you setting and free? Tell him who sent you. It is the lamp of God himself that sent you to come and deliver this person. So I'm here to tell somebody that the lamp of God has sent me to you today to set you free. And can I tell you, you are free and you are free indeed in the name of Jesus. I have a message. Let me come down. Listen. Nothing else can save you from the bondage you are now. Hello? What did I say? Can we let me say it again? Nothing else. Exodus 13 13 said, It is the lamb that can set you free from the owner. Before you go into new management. Under, before you can go into any other new ownership. The lamp. Somebody said the lamp. 
the lamp. It is the lamp. Nothing can set you free from the gods of your forefathers. The reason why many of us still see the God of our forefathers, the reason why you are still in bondage, the reason why you are not free is because many people have not given their life to the lamp. You have not given your life to Jesus. Deliverance cannot take place. If you have not given your life to Jesus, you have to surrender to Jesus. The earlier, the better. Many of you go to church, you come to church, you call them in Nigeria. You call them all over the world. You still let them to bow down for other God. And you still say, God, I don't know why I'm not delivered. You still, you still send money back home for them to do ritual. Every time they do it, they do you are still sending money to them so, so that they can do it. When they do their own God, you said, oh, my daddy and mommy still serve this God. Let me send money to them. Every time you send money to the Goes whether to the Hindus to the God or to the shrine of your forefather, it means that you are still you yourself are still partaking out of it. Hello, you are still a partaker. It means you are still serving that God, and every time that you are partaker of this, you cannot experience your deliverance. The Bible lets us know that one day, according to the scripture, according to the word of God, Philippians chapter 2, verse 10, he said that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every name must bow down, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Hear me, church, anyone listening under the sound of my voice, whether you are Lord online and you are here, that you have not really accepted Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. You better do it now. Tomorrow may be too late for you because one day, somebody say one day, I love the word, somebody say one day, somebody say it loud and say one day, one particular day, every tongue are going to confess, every mouth will confess, every knee is still going to bow for Jesus, whatever the God that you are still serving all over the world, there is a day coming, everyone are going to run to Jesus, so the earlier the better, because tomorrow may be too late for you, tomorrow may be too late for you, I'm here to tell you, there is a redeemer in Israel. There is a redeemer in Jerusalem. There is a savior that is ready to set you free. I didn't come here today to pamper you, but to tell you, snap out of those power. Snap out, reject every other God. And because the scripture that you've seen told me that one day, whether you like it or not, you will bow down and serve Jesus. Those people that are criticizing our Jesus, they are still coming to him. If you have any family member that they are still doing ritual, advise them, tell them to give their life to Jesus. Even if you have your parent, I want you to be the savior. I want you to advertise Jesus to your parent. Advertise Jesus to your brother and sister. Advertise Jesus to your neighbor. Tell them that there is a savior who the blood of the Lord Jesus set captives free. Did I hear you shout hallelujah in the house? Listen. They cannot steal this, this donkey. They cannot take him out. They have to go according to instruction. Let me explain that. Nobody can deliver you except Jesus deliver you. Listen, the donkey, Exodus 13, 13, has to be redeemed with a lamb. With a lamb. With a lamb. With a lamb. Somebody say with a lamb. 
the disciple came and they redeemed him and they switched the owner. So what I'm trying to say is that if you have not accepted Jesus into your life and your pastor is pouring anointing oil on you, you cannot be delivered. If you yourself didn't have a personal relationship, can I say this out? So the next week, don't come to church. Listen, you cannot, you might be coming to church Sunday, Sunday. It does not bring deliverance into your life. What gives you deliverance is a relationship with your Lord Savior. A relationship with Him. A relationship with Him. Oh, they can do it back up. I wasn't there. You are there. Doing it on your behalf means that you are, you are doing it. Somebody has to change the paper of your life. You've got to change the document. You've got to do the depot of your name, of the ownership of your life. Ownership was about to change hands. Ah, over that man, that, that, that donkey, Jesus said, there is an owner before. Listen to me. Can I tell you something that is important? This point is important. To switch paper from any power that used to hold you down, you have to be redeemed. Somebody say you have to be redeemed. Can I explain that? You have to be redeemed for those power that used to have you, those evil altars, for them not to have you. You have to change your surname. Listen, your surname, maybe if your name is uh, Smith uh, uh, Satan Snake before. I'm not talking about If that is your name, if your name is Sherry Satan Snake, change it to Sherry Savior. Give me a name. Change your name. Tell your neighbor to change your name. Change ownership. You have to be redeemed. You cannot one day say your name you belongs to the kingdom of God when they have not redeemed. That is the reason why deliverance is not taking place. You cannot join a family that the blood was not shed for you. Or you did not accept the blood that was shed for you. If you have not given your life to Jesus, complete surrender to him. Today is a day. If you give your life to him today, can I tell you something? That deliverance that you have been making on the place will be yours. You didn't say amen. Say this after me. Say, it cannot be released until it's redeemed. Let me say that. Release can never take place without redemption. You have to be redeemed. You have to be redeemed first so that you can receive redemption. You have, so that you can be released from that situation. It is possible to be resurrected and still be bound. It is possible to be resurrected and you are still be bound. I can bring Lazarus into that witness table for you. Lazarus was resurrected from there. But Jesus saw him. He walked out of that tomb and he was still bound. He was still in bondage. And he said, it is not my business to set him free. I have restored him. 
are the ones that put him in bondage. Set him free. Am I teaching somebody something today? Why is it that people are still bound? That is why the breakfast meeting, I'm going to just rush to, to, to The breakfast meeting is very important. More than conquer. How come the Bible says we are more than conquer and we are still in bondage? You've got to make sure I'm giving you assignment within one week. Within one week, I'm giving you those assignment that you have to use your ammunition. You have to load your AK-47. Get it ready because the enemy know that you are resurrected but you are still bound. You are free but you are still in bondage. You cannot be free and still be in bondage at the same time. But many people are still, they are free, but they are in bondage. You've got to get yourself and face the Pharaoh of your forefathers and tell the Pharaoh of your forefathers to release you. That strong man that you see in your dream that come to molest you is telling you that you might be free, but you are still in bondage. You might be resurrected, but you are still bound under my legura. Until you do the DPO, your son will still be your son. Who am I talking to? Your son name will still be your son name until you stand up and you stand and you swear. And that means I give my life to Jesus. They ask you to put your hand in your chest. Every time you want to change your name, they ask you to say that this is my name before. I used to be Shayi Satan, Satan's snake. But today, I renounce that name that that is not my name anymore. La Kariba Satan And from today, I want to be known as Oluwa Shayi Savior Sailor. And they not it done for you. And you make that declaration in the name of the God that you serve. God the Father God the Son and the God of the Holy Spirit that I take that son name on board that I am part of the kingdom of God right now and I renounce the other gods and every paper will write it down and they give you a certificate that from today this is what they should address you as they can give you your new passport on that name they can give you your driver license on that name and that is when all things has passed away and behold every Everything about your life, everything about your children, everything about your kingdom, because new. I'm here to tell somebody we've got this thing down, we've got this handkerchief, we've got holy communion, we've got prayer of deliverance. But can I tell you that I cannot work for you until you do a depot that you stand and say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and as my Savior. Listen. I want to tell you, tomorrow is too late. Tomorrow is too late. Tomorrow is too late. Tomorrow, Matthew eleven twelve, and as from the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence people take it by force. Many people are in the kingdom of God, and they are still suffering. Yeah, the Bible says we are more than conquerors. So we cannot afford to let that situation continue. The Lord has sent me today to set you free. Listen, the Lord sent the two disciples, go and set the donkey free. It is the duty of the thing they can lose it and it's still in bondage. And they remain there. That is where your mindset, you, when they say more than conqueror, it means that you are higher, you are better, you are superior, you are preeminent, you are dominant. More than you, they cannot match you 
to the conqueror. That means that you are better than any stronghold that used to hold you down. Many of us are not set you have, you have, you have been set free a long time ago. But you did not refresh your memory. Tell your neighbor, press the refresh button. You have been set free for a long time, but you are still stranded. The Lord has delivered you, but you are still in that bondage. You have been free for a long time, but you did not renew your mind. You did not set yourself free. The donkey has been free. It is his choice to walk out of that place. It is choice to say bye-bye to the previous owner and say, hey, hello boss, hello boss, my savior has come to take me. I am free. Ownership has been changed. I am now under new management. And the boss said, you can't go. He said, eh, eh. under those authority, I'm here. Under whose power that I'm here, I have liberty. I have freedom to walk out of this place. Can I tell you something? The Savior didn't go to that place, but he sent a messenger to go to that place. The Savior was there. It is your choice to take a move. It is your choice to leave the world. It is your choice to walk out of the fathers, of the forefathers that are attacking your children, attacking your life. It is your choice to tell them, you can't touch this and deliver. You can't touch this and free. Oh my God, all things have passed away in my life. Marika Satarana, everything has become new. And if the Lord has set me free, I am free indeed. You've got to hit the button. That security man came into my hotel room. He said, I know you are okay, but I need to press the reset button. If I didn't press the reset button, alarm will still be going out. Everything we think you are, you will think that you are in danger. Everything about you is telling you you are pounder. But I'm here to tell somebody that you are free. Everything about you is telling you that you are tied down. But can I announce to somebody that you are free? You are free and you are free indeed. You are no more any under bondage. You are no more any under attack. If the Lord set you free, you are free indeed. Your Savior has set you free. Your deliverer has set you free. Listen to what the Bible says. If the Savior has set you free, he said you are free indeed. He didn't say you are still pounder. He didn't say that you are bound in dead. You are not frustrated in dead. You are not stagnated in dead. You are not set back in dead. But, 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 can I put another but, 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 if the son has sent a messenger to set you free, can I tell somebody that you are free from this moment? I come as a disciple of the Most High God that you are free to take from every power that held you captive. You are free. I just need you to press the reset button in your own brain. Press the reset button in your head. Press the reset button in your mindset. Nobody is doing you anymore. They haven't got power over you. You are more than conqueror. And if the 
Lord has said you are more than conqueror. You are more than Goliath. You are more than Pharaoh. You are more than any oppressor. You are more than any power. I don't know who I've come to minister to, but there is somebody here that you can never be tied again in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Above Limitations. I know you've been blessed with this message. Join Pastor Victoria at Freedom House 9 Factory Road, North Woolwich, London E16 2EL, Sundays 10 a.m. GMT. For more information, visit www.pastorvictoria.org. Email admin at pastorvictoria.org.